This is the Authentic Sex Podcast. Real life conversations about sex, pleasure and relationships. I'm your host, Juliet Allen. Welcome to episode 70 of the Authentic Sex Podcast. My name is Juliet. I'm a sexologist and a sex and relationship coach and I'm the host of the podcast. And today we're talking about tantric lesbian sex, strap-ons and sexual fluidity. But before we begin, this episode is sponsored by the Juliet Pleasure Wand. The Juliet is a premium crystal pleasure wand designed to heighten your sexual energy, increase self-love and self-pleasure, expand your orgasmic experiences and connect you to your true sexual essence. This is a 100% natural crystal dildo basically and it's available on my website www.juliet-allen.com that's j-u-l-i-e-t hyphen a-l-l-e-n.com today on authentic sex i have Haley back Haley was on um earlier on in the podcast in the podcast season and she was also on last week and on episode 69 and now i've got her back for this episode so two weeks running i'm lucky enough to have her on the show Haley is a really great friend of mine. She's a fascinating, amazing, really beautiful woman. Oh. And so I'm so happy that you're back. Thanks for coming back on the show. Oh, thanks, Jules. It's fun. Yeah, it is. Right? <laughs> yeah, it it's is. basically like a social get together yeah. and we just get to record yeah. our conversations in a way, which is fun. Which we probably should do one day because of conversations we've had prior to recording this are pretty interesting very interesting oh that sound in the background is my dog by the way that sound having a little sneeze little sneeze yeah so yeah it'd be interesting to actually record our like unfiltered combos mm. but then that would be um probably disrespectful to um oh uh, and we wouldn't talk the same way well maybe we would no, we're very polite. <laughs> yeah. We're being very polite. Yeah. Semi professional on this. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So today we're talking about lesbian sex, strap ons, and sexual fluidity. Now, I just want to kind of mention I've titled it Lesbian Sex. However, it's more around sex between women. You don't necessarily have to identify as a lesbian to be sleeping with women. Both Haley and I don't identify as lesbians. Um, however, we have or are sleeping with women. So just kind of putting that mm. out there. I guess I titled it lesbian sex because it was easier to say that basically than saying an episode about women, sex between two or more women. And, you mm. know, so, yeah. Why are we talking about lesbian sex? Like, why us? I guess. Cause... Mm. I, f- for me, I get asked a lot, like, am I straight? Am I bi? Am I gender fluid? Like, what? what is my 
identifying and I'm always fascinated when people also say so like I mean what even is lesbian sex and Mm. what do you do and what classifies what is lesbian sex or same sex female sex Mm -hmm. because when I don't think gay guys necessarily get asked that question or the inquisitive because everybody just assumes that they're having anal sex and which a lot of them aren't actually even having sex yeah Yeah, but yes yeah so you know I suppose it's it's a good topic to discuss because it is again one where there's a lot of gray area definitely I think there is and um like you said you're you what did you say at the start I'm a bit maybe I need dinner I'm a little (laughs) bit vague you said how people ask you like are you gay are you straight are you bi whatever yeah I think we should start on that so we're going to go backwards we're going to go sexual fluidity first okay because I think we live in a world where there's a lot of labels mm. and so I know I've definitely been asked that a lot a lot it's like back in the day when I was in a relationship with a woman people like oh so you're a lesbian I didn't know or oh so are you bisexual and they wanted to put some sort of label on me and I guess that's um in a way a way to understand someone better is to like pop them in a box and have Mm. a label um but I feel like a lot of people have fear around exploring say sex with someone of the same gender also because then they're like oh if I explore does that mean I'm now a lesbian or does that mean I'm gay Mm. you know and then they're like does that mean I have to come out to my family because I can get a girl on the weekend or whatever when you're younger yeah um so what do you identify as then no thing (laughs) Mm. yeah I don't like to and if I have to like I'm definitely a sexually fluid woman I enjoy being intimate with both sexes Mm. and at different times I often find that my body or emotional world will crave ah I don't like to say even a certain sex because both sexes can carry that quality uh, without going into the masculine feminine story in too great a detail. Uh, so, yeah, and I've only just heard the term, which I can't believe I haven't known it's been around for a while, is that the ecosexual? Oh, God, what's this one? Because... <laughs> which this is... is I fit that box as well. You know, I am quite a naturist. I'm an outdoors adventurous sexually fluid woman and I am immensely like turned on by the natural world mm, you know, what do you so... mean by ecosexual though well, someone who's turned on by nature yeah oh well that's most people well, well no no, no not really I guess we live yeah. near Byron Bay yeah. and near the beach so a lot of people are out yeah. there appreciate nature yeah oh I'm definitely ecosexual and it's funny that you say that because I was thinking of suggesting to you another one we could do would be like sex in nature um, my favorite yeah yeah we could even touch on that a bit today but yeah yeah what do you what do you identify as if someone asks you I just say I'm a sexual just sexual or free sexual is a cool one yeah just free like I I when I was younger I used to I went through a stage of identifying as bisexual but I think that's just because um I was exploring sex with women and men and I didn't know I was just like yeah yeah I guess Mm. I'm bisexual but then 
um, as I matured more and began, began to like explore more and in more depth when in relationship with another woman, like a really long-term relationship, I just realised it wasn't really about... Mm, look, to be honest, I'm more into guys. So maybe I'm just... Look, see, I'm getting caught up in the labels again. I'm just a sexual woman. I love sex. At different stages in my life, I've enjoyed sex with men and women and both at the same time. And But I, I do prefer sex with men. Yeah, you are. I'm definitely... And you're a cock worshipper. Yeah, I'm more into yeah. cock than I am pussy. And, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I'd be happy it not is... to sleep with a woman again for a long, long time. Oh, please. But if a beautiful woman came walking through my door <laughs> and like, yeah, like I've said, you know, I'd have a threesome again, but it would have to be like someone who I really am really attracted to. Plus who's just like the most amazing woman, Yeah, you know, like who I can really connect with in a lot of different ways, not just, oh, mm. she's got great. I don't know, great ass. Yeah. That's what I would have been like when I was 21. So, yeah, I don't really identify as anything. But I do love... Love both at different times in my life. Yeah. So I I think that's where the fluid word comes in, which I think is because that's what it is. It's like over time... You know, we, we do change and morph and I'm a big believer that we fall in love with souls mm. and what's on the inside of a person and not the appendage. Mm. Ultimately, if we're in like at our highest functioning selves. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I do agree. And with sexual fluidity, I guess let's just define that from what we well, I could define it from what I see it as, which is like fluid is flowing, changing, moving, shifting, ebbing, flowing. And so sexual fluidity is about your sexuality changing throughout life, throughout the day, throughout the month, mm. throughout, yeah, throughout life. So you may be, you know, when you're younger, you may be more into the same same sex like relations and relationships and sexual experiences and then you may hit your 20s and be more into the opposite gender so I think Mm. it's like comes down to you don't have to necessarily be in a box for the rest of your life it just changes and I always really encourage people also to I've got a motto and I've raised my girls on it too and my friends. It's like, you need to try everything in life three times. Ooh, three times. Yeah, you can't make an evaluated decision on whether, you know, a female lover or a male lover is for you on one experience or that one threesome that you had or, you know, that one woman that you went down on and went, oh, okay, that wasn't for me. Mm. Or uh, it really, it's like food. You don't go to an, you know, an Italian restaurant have a shit meal and then decide not ever to go back to one again yeah and yeah that's that's a good that's good advice I like that because mm. everyone's so unique like you might go down on one pussy and it's like eek that actually yeah, that's happened to me like the eek down on a fair few <laughs> pussies and like when you're just like ah oh. 
I need to make my way back up pretty quick. And if I had based... Have you had that with Cox as well? Um, not so much, but yeah. Yeah, of course there's... Mm. Yeah, but not as much as... Um, pussies. That's mm. just me. What about you? Yeah, I've definitely had it with both. But what I'm saying is if... I based, I guess, my sexual identity or orientation on just one experience, one mm. bad experience, then, like you say, try it again. Yeah. Um, if you feel to, because you may have. And then the third leave. time as well. Yeah, okay. So yeah. three times, try everything three times. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so if you're listening and you're curious about exploring with somebody of the same sex, whether you're a man or a woman, um, we encourage you to do so and explore that part of yourself and not be scared of that because you may love it and you may not love it and that's mm. okay either way and um, it doesn't necessarily mean that next Christmas you're coming out to the family and, you know, like it's like it doesn't have to be this big deal that some people make of it. It can just be you're exploring intimacy with another human being and... That's a beautiful thing to do. Yeah. It doesn't also doesn't necessarily mean you have to have full penetrative strap on sex or, or like be fucked up the ass by another guy if you're a guy. It's like you can just kiss another person. Yeah. See see where that takes you. Or you can enjoy that strap on and being fucked up the ass too. You could do both or... both at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> If you're feeling adventurous that would be an experience wouldn't it well that's what we discussed after the show <laughs> I'm not saying a word yeah um, so yeah that's what sexual fluidity is and um, so let's move into well, we titled it tantric lesbian sex and the reason why i threw in the tantric bit is because i feel like um i do get a lot of same-sex couples women coming to me saying where's their classes about tantra for women who are in mm. relationship with women um tantra is very focused on the masculine and the feminine um and it is but remember tantra if you've listened to other episodes i explain this but it is some of it focused on the masculine and feminine, but we're not talking about the man and the woman. We're talking about the yin and yang and the polarity between the energies, the energies in the body of everyone. Mm. So like when we say masculine, it's like the more penetrative energy. When we say feminine, it's the more surrendered, soft, open energy within a sexual exchange. Mm. If we're talking about sex. So in same sex, in lesbian sex, or sex between two women, with Tantra, um, it's just, I think, just being aware of the creating that polarity yeah. between the masculine and the feminine energy or the yin and the yang energy. Mm. Because I think what can go wrong, I can't, I think I'm jumping ahead, is if there's two women and they're both wanting to receive and surrender and you know like 
oh, I just want to open my legs and have you go down on me and you're both in that energy and you're both in the receiving energy then that could be cute and pretty for like maybe a few times but then there's not going to be much electricity if someone isn't wanting to be more in the penetrative energy yeah and the other and there's not that real opposite in the energy what do you do you agree with me yeah definitely and it's the same thing that I find that happens even with same sex I mean heterosexual relationships too you'll often see that and it's often the opposites the woman that's in the masculine and the man that's in the feminine which is you know another whole topic Mm. so yeah it is it's it's really about having a relationship with what those poles are and what they mean for you and where you reside within that mm. and the magic that can happen within making love within that and that for me that tantric magic is that space between mm. those two poles before that exchange happens when you are doing you know certain tantric exercises mm. yeah mm. Okay, cool. So let's go to let to sex between two women. I guess the common question that we've both had um, whilst in relationship with women, it was for me more so is, and as a coach, people ask, what is lesbian sex? (laughs) And it's like the big, you know, the big question. Yeah. And I think for women listening who are in relationship with women or who relate with women or identify as a lesbian or whatever, you guys listening are also going to have a different take on it perhaps or a different definition Mm. and different women um, or different people will say different things so that's kind of a disclaimer we're not claiming to be um you know experts and this is the truth this is just i guess both Haley and i speaking from personal experience um we're both speaking from doing work in the field of sexuality and coaching too yeah so what would you um say is like what is lesbian sex for those you know people who are like have been curious yeah curious or curious about exploring or for the guys who are just like what do lesbians do you know Mm. i mean personally for me sex can be like i can fuck someone or be fucked by a stranger across the room purely with eyes yeah so that's my gauge on it but I think for you know the majority of the population of the world which function within a heteronormative sexual expression Mm. is anything beyond kissing Mm. for me and for most people would be classed as sex Mm. you know you know I'm always fascinated when I get asked like I mean how do you have sex like you don't actually have sex because sex is when a penis goes inside Mm. a vagina um well Mm. no and why do you think we don't do that as well yeah you know just because one of us may not have a you know pulsing a pulsing cock attached to my body Mm. doesn't mean that it's not there yeah definitely because energetically it's there it's there and often is a lot actually can be more powerful to be energetically penetrated with an energetic cock and i mean this is a big one to chat about yeah a real cock oh my god and it is hot hot fun sex let's go into it let's go into energetic penetration say between two women because it's a hard one to 
define i find Mm. like to really talk about but obviously i mean we haven't spoken about it before heaps but obviously you've experienced that and i've definitely experienced that and my energetic cock is so good like i'm so proud of my cock yeah like it's like yeah yeah it's got some kavuma um what how do how do women listening who are intrigued by this how do they cultivate an energetic cock what is that let's let's uh, yeah. shoot the breeze on this yeah one. i was asked this question last week when we're having a discussion we were actually talking about masturbation mm. so my question to you would be when you masturbate mm. What are you visualizing? Are you receiving? Are you being penetrated or are you penetrating? Yeah, we've this, had this conversation. Yeah, we've had this conversation too. That's a really big indicator for whether what your personal polarity where that scale is. Mm. Personally for me, when I'm masturbating or even if I am having sex with a male or a female, mm and I'm going to orgasm unless I'm really focusing on drawing it up and in me is I'm always penetrating. Really? Pretty much. Wow. Yeah. That's so interesting. I yeah, I would that. I would say 80% of the time I yeah, I am visualizing it's not necessarily always a cock, but it's an energy force that's coming out of me and into another. Yeah, wow, interesting. Yeah, whether it be a mouth, so pussy or ass. So interesting to hear about what other people think about or yeah. fantasize about or feel. Yeah. I'm definitely being penetrated 99.99% of the time yeah. in my thoughts. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. So yeah, that's good for people. Yes. Yeah. So that in terms of like the energetic cock and doing yeah, that is to that is to begin with that and then to see where you're at with that and then like actually fully visualize you actually having a cock appendage, like turning your clitoris, mm. extending that energy out and through from like in your core and out through your loins and in and like feel that zone Mm. yeah yeah it's it's hard to explain how to do it and the first time i experienced it i was in like a ritual like Mm. a tantric ritual with like lots of other people and i was talked through it so it was like a really good yeah transmission for me um but it's like visualizing yeah uh and like an erect penis well that's yeah visualizing yeah and then like energetically um using that penis to penetrate mm. but also like not just penetrating it's like you're asking permission for that woman yeah. to open your energetically you can ask her is yeah. she ready there's there's a process it's not just oh i can feel a cock it's energetic yeah. i'm gonna fuck everything in your mouth your ass everything and mm. it's like it still needs to be really sacred using yeah energy because it can be just is powerful if not more powerful than an unconscious yeah. male yeah. actual cock. Uh, and in one of I mean I've got many favourite sex acts but I don't even like to say sex acts or expressions or uh, is to be doing that when you are with a woman is visualising that energetic happening and then scissoring 
Should we just go straight to scissoring? <laughs> but wait, let's just go back from there. I like the way you... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> One of Jules's favourite. <laughs> so hang on, let's go back. What is lesbian sex? So we're going to define it by us. Okay. Is anything from kissing onwards. Yeah. Lesbian sex can be going down on each other, one person going down on the other. Yeah. It can be... Um, digital penetration so penetration with your hands it could be penetration with a toy with a strap on it could be just like energetic sex so feeling Mm. your sexual energy and being together in that way there doesn't need to be for me nudity yeah so we're similar like that Mm. like you can have but we're also down for ripping our clothes off and going Oh yeah. Hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's no like, oh yeah. this is how lesbians have sex. So this person does this and that that sex. It's like it's anything and everything. It's what you want to make of it. It's mm. just like the labels. Like yeah. there's no cookie cutter expression of how to have sex between two or more women. Mm. Mm, so over to scissoring. So there's all different ways that you can express sexual expressions within sex between women um scissoring is one which does get a lot of questions like do uh, the one i get is do women really scissor like is that actually a thing is it actually a thing like is it even possible yes (laughs) it's a thing Um, it's very real and it it is what you imagine Mm. it's uh, and for those who've never heard of it it's like basically you're rubbing your pussies together yeah some people call it grinding okay well yeah i hate that word though yeah it just feels a bit yeah like you're on a work side yeah so you're like you're 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 smushing (laughs) (laughs) pussing you're you're like bringing your pussies together and you can be in a scissoring think of two scissors and then you're kind of putting them together yeah Go get the scissors out your drawer. I'll just put separate your two, your pointer and your index finger on both hands, open them up, and then meet in the middle. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's... And then have a little wiggle. (laughs) Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. And um, you don't actually have to be, like, both lying down and scissoring. No. No, absolutely. Yeah. It's all different ways that you can join your pussies together yeah like someone can be on you can do a full 360 yeah you can do all sorts of things it's just like sex but between a man and a woman you're not just in one position so and i think that depends on um body shapes definitely the shape of the pussy um if someone's bigger than the other, that's going to mm. be... So it's going to be different between every women, whichever yeah. combo of women you have. Um, but it can be really enjoyable and pleasurable and... Mm. Yeah. Very. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're that little moment... I, th- well, I think uh, we both kind of were looking at each other then, I think, having visuals... I was anyway. What visuals of us? No. No. <laughs> no, just I was actually flashing it the last time I was scissoring myself. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. I was just, yeah. It's, I find it a very beautiful, connective, yummy. Yeah. 
play yeah to experience yeah definitely yeah i think for me i would only go there if i'm really connected to that woman i wouldn't do it with just any woman that's just no. me mm. it's like i wouldn't have anal sex with just any man yeah definitely not yeah mm. um what about double enders have you used them I love double enders and it is so hard to get good quality ones. It it's so frustrating. Yeah. I've just, uh, I just got one down in Melbourne recently and it's okay. I've just ordered one from Denmark. So oh. he's hoping that that one's what, what got you, some better so, flex in it. <laughs> yeah. So double enders for those who are listening, who are like, what the hell, what now? What's a double ender is it's like a, um, I guess it's like a dildo. Yeah, like two dildos attached in the middle, making one long so that when you both, you can, two women can have it inside them and then meet in the middle back into that scissoring position. You can go backwards, forwards, missionary. Mm -hmm. And the difficulty that I've found with uh, finding a good quality double ender is, is they're usually too soft, Mm -hmm. too short, too thin. And it can not be really not enough. flexible. It's almost like, and especially depending on, you know, the woman that you're with too, like we were talking about before, we all come in different shapes and sizes, the length of, you know, one's canal compared to the other. Yeah. Um, um, also like the woman, other woman's, um, I guess, what she prefers in size. So one of you may like a big, big dildo inside you and the other's like that's too big i want something smaller Mm. so that's where it can become hard because double enders are the only ones i've found are the same size at each end have you no yeah you can get narrow ones at one end oh i haven't Um, haven't used those they're too soft ah right so yeah it is a tricky one to find good um i find it's tricky just to find good sex toys yeah I find there's a lot of cheap ones out there. So don't go cheap if you're going sex toys. Cheap, it's like going cheap with, yeah. with like shitty food, you know. Yeah. It doesn't taste as good as the really high quality food. Mm. But, I mean, even then, spending lots of money on sex toys doesn't guarantee you're getting a good sex toy. Jules, how about doing a crystal double ender? Yeah, I know. We, we, did, we actually talked yeah. about this and I just don't know how I it think it would break. Well, look, if you just had it made of crystal, it's going to yeah. be too rigid. But then if you had a soft thing in the middle, it'd be about how do you attach? I don't know. It sounds too complicated. It's, it, yeah. I don't want life to be really easy. So I can <laughs> someone else to design a crystal double ender and they can yeah, um, yeah, sell that. Yeah. And then let's move over to, well, actually, no, let's go to like, do all lesbians use toys? That's another no. question. No answer is no so just and 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 i know i said lesbians again but it's more so do all women who are having sex with women do they use toys answer is no no and i feel like i can answer this question with i have been brought up my mother's a lesbian Mm. and i've been brought up in the gay community since i was born Mm. so i've been around and i was raised pretty much by gay and lesbian I was like the token child growing up because <laughs> mm. I you know I came just before the base to babies all began mm. for same sex so uh 
No, I, I don't know what the statistics are exactly on it, but I, many lesbians do not use toys or yeah. 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 Uh, for many different reasons. Mm. And then there are some of us that enjoy that energy play. It's just that I think it just comes down again to, you know, again, like the foods that we eat, we all like different things. And, Mm. and personally, I love good toys and and I like toys as well when I'm with men it's not just yeah yeah, as well so yeah so yeah art for me in my bag of tricks that I have and if I'm making which is a pretty big bag of tricks from the memory of last time I looked in your cupboard (laughs) remember that time you like were like do you want to see my what I did not use that tone of voice Okay, yeah. Like, do you want to see my um? What was it? That cupboard you had, and it was just like everything was on hooks on the wall, and it was like <laughs> so dark and mysterious in there. <laughs> yeah, that was oh well, that was yeah. Um, so yeah, so personally, yeah, the a good double ender and a strap on. Hmm. Which is also very difficult to find a good quality one, oh, which yeah. I have now. Yeah. Well, before we go to strap-ons, because that's kind of a topic in itself, in a way, let's just go to dildos. So for those listening who want to find a good dildo to use with their woman, mm-hmm. what have you found to be good? Because like, obviously I'm selling crystal dildos and I, I personally prefer now only using the crystals at the moment because I've found that um, a lot of um, dildos that are manufactured have all sorts of weird um, ingredients in what they're made of. I mean, we never know exactly what it is because the the companies, there's no regulation, so they actually don't have to tell us what they're putting into the toys. So I obviously, like I've tried many different toys over the years, but I had this one that I think I ended up getting like a, um, I think it was like a bacterial infection from mm. a toy because it must have had something weird in it. Maybe it wasn't bacterial, but I got irritated because I remember yeah. being like, we had sex, used this new toy, and then I was felt really irritated in my mm. vagina. I never used it again, but it really put me off. Um, but I know because we were both in a same-sex relationship at the same time a few years ago and so we were kind of comparing yeah toys and um etc what were some of the good ones you did find more so not brands but what if you would yeah recommend yeah the last couple of places i've purchased some high quality products from have been shebop which are in the states and the passion fruit shop in Melbourne. And what what did you like about those um, products? Like for me, it was the quality, are... especially the Shebop one, uh, and that particular cock that I found. Uh, I started was seeing it was cock shaped. It was cock shaped. I I'm down for a real cock, as yeah. in for my. You mean a real cock shape? A real cock shape. Yeah, yeah. then there's that other thing of like some women don't want a dildo shaped in a cock. Yeah. And then some women just want like a nice pink, bright pink or bright purple kind of 
I guess phallic. phallic. It's always going to be phallic. Yeah. Um, but you can get like realistic cocks. But so this one was in a cock shape. Yeah. And was it like quite flexible? Or it was quite a firm one. Uh, I had just started seeing a woman, and I was really frustrated with the cock that she had. And at that time, I didn't have a, a, a strap on and my own setup and kit at that time so I went on the hunt and it took me months to find it yeah and that that black um, captain black oh yeah we called we called (laughs) no that is its name that's its oh that's its name nickname no captain black captain black is is the product name yeah yeah and it's a high quality I couldn't tell you actually even the company name but I know shebop sells them okay and that was the perfect size cock for me just letting you know, Captain Black's pretty big. Um, <laughs> so, look, for those of you like us who are all about, you know, a good big big one, Captain Black's great. Yeah. But he's pretty big. Um, I think eight and a half inches. Okay. And two and a bit width. Yeah. But, yeah, it is pretty thick. You know, I I enjoy all sizes, yeah. And at different time, again coming down to the cycle, but I do greatly enjoy being filled mm. yeah. to the extent that my body wants to devour a cock at times. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So toys, you can lesbians. Oh, the benefits. Can use toys. And you can, can have, not. like when I showed you inside my cupboard, mm. and there's a variety of cocks mm. like there's you can really explore all the different sizes and mm. it can be a and for men as well did you find when you were in relationship with a woman and having regular um sex with her did you find that you were having more oral sex than when you were in a uh, a relationship with a man i'm just asking out of curiosity oh let me think probably Mm. but then I have had some male partners and lovers and husbands that have been very oral yeah it's interesting yeah relationship to relationship Um, I have to say a woman a lesbian they're pretty bloody good at giving head yeah 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 and yeah yeah we're staring off into the distance having those visuals again i think right now yeah <laughs> look women I, I guess you know it's interesting though because when i first slept with um a woman i thought i'd know how to like give her oral sex and i thought i'd be a master straight away i thought like because i've got a pussy i'll know what to do and i went down there and i was like fuck <laughs> What the fuck? Where do I start? Like, I was so nervous. And it took me a while to yeah. master the art of um, pleasuring a woman. Mm. And, of course, every woman's different. So, yeah. it's like, it's not – again, it's it's like men. You know, every cock's different. Every pussy's different. So, um, I think now I am definitely wouldn't be nervous at all. And yeah. like, oh, am I going to be good? Because I know, like, I pretty much got it dialed. I think that's just talking myself up, but, but like I was so scared for the first few times. And so 
where am I going with this? I think maybe that's why you're saying that women who mm. have sex with women are really good at oral sex because yeah. it's like we want to master the art yeah. because we know how great it is to have a lover who is mm. really good at that. Yeah. Yeah. And when I think about lesbians, like lesbian who are only, they only have sex with women. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> They're very orally inclined. Mm. But more the fluid mm. women. Mm. Yeah. Both. Like it's a, it's a varying... It's varying. Yeah. It's hard to make generalizations because I don't want to upset people listening to who are like, no, well, that's not me and I'm a lesbian. Yeah. It's like, well, we're making some generalizations. Oh, and there's some lesbians that won't even go down. Oh, yeah, totally. To- so it's but that's like, just like yeah. guys who yeah. don't go down on women. Yeah. So it's all, yeah. Bore- all the same. Boring. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go into. Actually, um, before we go to strap-ons... Oh. I just want to say it is so hot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we are we're cooking. Sitting, we're sitting. Let's just give some context. <laughs> I turned the air con off. We have, I have air con on at the moment because it's really hot where I'm living or we're living at the, just right now. And, but I had to turn it off because it's, it's, um, the sound is going to pick up on it. So I turned it off and we're basically sitting in a sauna... And then you add on like scissoring and all that. It just gets really sweaty. um, Thank you for naming the elephant in the room that we're both sweating and hot. Let's go into strap-ons. So uh, where do we start? Which is something I'm about to start making. Oh, good. Mm. What, with leather? Yeah. The harness? Yeah. So strap-on is there's like a harness and the harness is that goes around your waist and you know hips. your hips Le- I mean yeah. your hips yeah yeah well it depends on the design but and then the um then you have the dildo that can fit into the harness or some have it attached right yep yep so and women who are having sex with women can use that to penetrate the other woman um so essentially it's like a, a phallic it's like yeah. a cock mm. And some lesbians and or women who have sex with women love using deal, um, strap-ons and others not such bigger fans and don't need to use them and that's okay. So it's a real personal preference. I personally, in relationship with a woman, will use a strap-on. But it depends on the woman, hmm. you know, like... And it doesn't have to be a regular thing for me. Yeah, it does for me. It ebbs and flows for me. Yeah. So for you, it's like... Unique. Yeah, and like, so for my... So far, the women that... I'm usually attracted to quite... Oh, this is going to be another generalisation. I oh. hope this doesn't have like some retaliation backlash, Jules. But I'm usually attracted to very androgynous women. Mm-hmm. So I've really tapped into that masculine and they have generally always like wanted to penetrate and be quite dominant. Mm. But I also have that quality as well. Mm. I think I'm, you know, I'm quite a feminine woman, but I also Mm. carry that edge too. So I also like to penetrate and be dominant and be the 
the giver in that sense too Mm. yeah and that goes back then into the polarity that we spoke Mm. about and the how do women who are having sex with women how do they bring in the tantric elements of Mm. lovemaking and how i would say is to bring in become bringing an awareness around um the polarity between the two energies that unfold within the space so who is taking charge more who is more penetrative with their energy and then who's more relaxed and surrendered and opening Mm. and you probably will notice that one person is a little more inclined Mm. to be in the the more yang the more masculine energy and someone's more inclined to be in the feminine and I ultimately uh it's a big call but I ultimately think that there really does need to be one who's more in the other for there to be electricity and fire and oh yeah and for that circuit to shift and change and have that shared like you know and you know it's what we call switching and flipping Mm. too so And it can flip, like you say, and switch. Like one person may be in complete control and the next minute the other person may take control. But there needs to be like a conscious surrender. If you're both in a power play of like you're both wanting to be like, no, I'm going to dominate you or no, I'm going to slap you about and you're not going to take. It's like it's not going to work. Yeah. That just actually made me flash once with a (laughs) a lover. We both put strap-ons on. Oh. at the same time that's cool yeah yeah what'd you do yeah we had a lot of fun we like 69 we did all the things but it was very it was really interesting seeing us both play out that dominant force where you know we literally had a sword fight you know the, everyone giggles of like ah, 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 ah. Yeah. yeah yeah that was really fun i've only done that a couple of times but yeah interesting yeah I think it's cool to like play with that energy. Mm. And at the same time talking this, I also, I love nothing more than just making very soft, beautiful love too. I sometimes feel that I'm, you know, speaking to these more hardcore topics or I'm not that they're even hardcore, but it's, yeah, yeah, it is even within making love with strap-ons and double enders, it is still such a soft, subtle, beautiful experience and sharing Mm, of energies and yeah yeah and I think the same principles need to be applied with like um penetration just as a man needs to be really conscious about when he penetrates a woman and And slow needs to be conscious of you know when she Mm. opens and and it's the same goes doesn't matter what gender you are or like mm. it there needs to be that awareness and, and like a conscious yeah process around it for it to be sacred and yeah mm. Mm. all right what else do you have to add do you have anything else to add any hot tips or like is anything coming up for you not really that I can think of. What we've, we? we've kind of just touched on some things mm. to do with like women having sex with each other and then strap-ons. Um, what have you found to be a good strap-on? 
I've got one that came out of Oregon from Switch Leather Co. Oh, That's yeah. definitely the best one I found on the market. Is that the one? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I've got both of their designs. They've got two mm. in there. One is for more intense lovemaking mm-hmm. strap. It's a bit thicker and it's got a um, shield that goes... Oh, no, it's not a shield. Yeah. And then the other one's an open one where the cock goes into. Mm. So... I think with strap-ons, you want them, You do want to invest in the, in the uh, harness, especially yeah. because if you get a cheap harness... They're just flimsy and shit and you actually can't fuck properly. Yeah. You know those real shit cheap elastic yeah. ones? Yeah, no elastic, um, no vinyl. I've found that leather is the best. And I know that there are some really great like vegan leather ones. I haven't tried them yet, uh, but I'm, um, I like leather. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what about the cleaning of it though? I always like got a bit funny about that. Like. Yeah, so I use like a baby wipe, an oil-based baby wipe. Mm-hmm. Um, and just sometimes even a wet washer than the baby wipe and then I oil it like yeah. with a proper yeah and I put like tea tree in it and different things too which is also you know antibacterial yeah cool and you can take the ring off so the rings yeah, unclip right. off so you can wash that and wash the cock and then mm. you know just clean the leather mm. cool and put them in the sun and then oil them again yeah yeah they last a lifetime if you take care of them what would you say (laughs) what would you say um last question for women who are listening who have never been with another woman but who are now well who are curious or now they're curious um around like sharing sexual energy with another woman and exploring that part of themselves what what advice would you give them as to where to start like where the hell do you meet other women who want to who want to explore other women well I think uh, I think it's just that classic thing that once you start thinking about something and becoming open to it the opportunities arise it's just whether you capitalize on them or not and not be fearful of actually exploring that Mm. there's also internet sites that are specifically for that yeah Uh, is there a lesbian online dating thing her oh that's a nice name yeah makes sense her her Okay. H-E-R. It's mainly for lesbians, but there are, um, you can, yeah, her, which is specifically all women. And you can go on Tinder and just put your preferences to, exactly. like I've done that before. Yeah. I've just been like, oh, I wonder what type yeah. of women are around when I was seeing yeah. in the day. And then there's, um, oh, they've changed the name of it. I forget what it was, but a couple of years ago when I was investigating and doing some research is Thrinder. Oh, that's for threesomes. Yeah, so yeah. if you're in a relationship as a woman and you'd like to, you know, investigate and find somebody that's, yeah. Yeah. There's lots of different options out there, but I think, like you said, um, once you put, like, once you open yourself to the idea and yeah. the universe hears your request, yeah. it's like, oh, okay, here's yeah. somebody who may be a good match. Yeah, and we're at a very big time with sex and sexual expression and people's identities around it so especially in the area where we live it's like a it's a sea of possibility yeah and people that are very you know sexually open and explorative Mm. you know got a very high polyamory community here yeah we live um Hayley lives 
in Byron Bay mm. and I live in Kingscliff, so in northern New South Wales on, in Australia. Yeah. Um, and the community around here is very open. And so we're lucky in a way because I guess we're in, we're in yeah. an area where people are ready and open. Yeah, there's, and there's lots of areas in the world that are like that. And yeah. there's lots of areas that are still very closed. Yeah. But, yeah. Mm, all right. I mean, and I think also, you know, a plug for Tantra, like in the Tantra communities all around the world, everyone's very open. Like the women are very open to exploring with women because when you realize that it's all about energy, it's not necessarily about have you got a penis or a vagina, then doors open to different experiences and people's minds open. So if you're like curious about exploring tantra and you're also curious about same-sex relations whether you're a woman or a man then go go to a tantra retreat i mean there's all different ones so you're going to get different experiences but um you're going to find a lot of open open people in those arenas yeah Mm -hmm. all right thanks so much for chatting you're welcome um Let's go for a swim. Yeah, what's your Instagram? <laughs> Haley Janet. H A L I E J A N E T. So for those of you listening who want more of Haley, um, head over to her Instagram and you can find me on my Instagram which is J U L I E T underscore A L E N Juliet Allen. Thank you so much for listening. If you're loving the show and um you feel like it jump on over to itunes and um, leave me a review because that will i guess it will give other people the opportunity to um find the podcast and listen and learn more and it just contributes to a more sexually empowered community or share with your friends family um thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next episode